Welcome to the Inside Story on Franchising with valuable insights on how to create multiple streams of income through franchising and building businesses. Host Ricardo Matos has spent more than 25 years building businesses in multiple industries and helping other business owners succeed. His expertise and entrepreneurial know-how will educate and inspire you. On the show, Ricardo brings together industry experts and insiders who share solutions and strategies along with a passion for helping entrepreneurs make the best decision when it comes to buying a franchise or any business opportunity and much more. We are here with Dustin Custero, who is the franchise funding expert from Benetrend Financial. He has an extensive knowledge on the ins and outs of franchising funding from the back end and forward. Dustin, welcome to the Inside Story of Franchising podcast. How are you doing today, my friend? Hey, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me today, Ricardo. I appreciate it. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's get going with, uh, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions, and uh, a lot of our followers and our listeners are always asking about funding and, uh, and abilities, how to get funded and where to get money. And a lot of times people don't recognize that they have the money. But you have so many insightful information. This is why we wanted to invite you, because as we know about you and who you are, I feel that there's a lot of great information that people need to have and to be uh, aware of the information. And first of all, can you tell us about yourself and who you are and what is it that you do? Yeah, so I'm actually a senior consultant here for Benetrends Financial. Um, kind of what I do is I help your clients go through what different funding strategies are available to them on their path to business ownership. Um, so it's walking them through taking a consultative approach and kind of understanding, you know, what we can assist with to in turn help people on their path to the American dream, which is business ownership. That's a straightforward, very, very good answer. Uh, in addition to that, uh, what can you share with us? Uh, what are some of the different funding options that are available today or within your organization? And so that's the biggest thing, you know, and again, to kind of piggyback off, we went off number one there is, you know, what I tell my clients is there really is no blueprint for business funding. Um, you know, what could possibly work for you, Ricardo, isn't going to work for the next client I speak to. So it's kind of walking through with each client, seeing what they have available, and then kind of figuring out where their comfort level is and accessing those to go down funding strategies. Um, again, my company created the rollover for business startup. Um, a gentleman named Len Fisher in 1983 figured out and brought that to the uh, private sector. Um, and we're also an SBA consultant. So we help with those two um, among speaking to other ways, which are portfolio loans, um, cash on hand, and even looking at a, a possibility of a home equity line of credit and things of that nature. So we're going to take clients through, discuss the multiple ways that we see um, clients finance their, their business startup or franchise startup, um, and then kind of handhold them through what fits best for them. Now, do you help and assist small business owners, uh, big business, middle-sized business, uh, individuals? Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, and so that's the thing is, you know, it's really whatever the client is looking for. I mean, you know, their funding strategy or their funding ability is up to what business they're looking to find. Um, so again, if we're looking at a franchise that is, you know, $50,000, there's a funding strategy for that. If we're looking to acquire a business that's $5 million, my company can handle you with that too. Um, so it's not a, a cookie cutter, one size fits all. It's figuring out, you know, what Ricardo is looking to accomplish and how we can go through that and make that a reality. 
And you say Ricardo, but there's so many hundreds of Ricardos out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me ask you this. Um, what is the process that uh, people would need to follow in order to be funded? And what does it take? And so, again, that's going to kind of go through what financing strategy we're looking for. You know, so we're going to go through with the client, see, you know, what they have available, because not everybody has X amount in their, uh, their checking savings, X amount in their retirement portfolio and things like that. So if we decide, you know, say that SBA is uh, uh, funding an SBA 7A loan is what we're looking for. Um, we have seen slight slowdowns in that during this pandemic we're all in currently. Um, you know, we had funding 30 to 45 days prior to the COVID-19 lockdown. Um, we are starting to see banks come back. There's definitely a huge lending appetite for it, but there is some delays. So, you know, we're seeing 60 to 90 days, um, sometimes even a little bit longer than that. So, again, it's, it's what route they look at, um, what their funding strategy is, and then, again, setting proper expectations to make sure that we can hit those funding timeframes they're looking for. What is causing those kind of time durations? Is that because too many people are applying for these loans? Is it because people are not submitting the paperwork fast enough to you? What is causing, I mean, what are the, the factors that is taking so long to anything? Are people engaging with you or they're not? Yeah, and so that's part of it too is again, you know, part of what we do as a consultant in assisting you or your clients with that financing is we are gonna help you gather some performas, um, you know, some business plans, things of that nature. Again, there's a slight delay when that's done. You know, the client has to do some work on it. We're going to help them through that, assist them in getting that done. Um, so we do see a slight delay there. But the largest delay we've seen through this pandemic is just banks are taking a deeper look. Um, we would see likely, you know, five business day turnarounds where we would see uh, banks look at it, get their approval, and move on into the next steps. We're seeing, you know, banks are just taking a much deeper look at, at their funding prior to approval. There's still a large appetite for financing. Um, I definitely tell my clients all that, but it's just taking a little bit longer. So that's where it's so important to, you know, understand or, or work with a funding professional that understands the process so that we're not at the end of the process ready to pull the trigger and we don't have any financing available. So it's kind of juggling the two balls as we're going into business ownership. You know, you mentioned methodologies of funding and where to attain certain funds and we know people may have cash we know people may have a 401k program or a plan what can you tell us about the applicational process that your organization created by using the 401k plan that will be beneficial to the business owner or business loan borrower what can you tell us about the 401k ringmaker or program that you guys create? Yeah, so my company, again, coined it the Rainmaker process. Um, again, it's known as the ROBS or the rollover for business startup in the franchising or business acquisition world. Um, it really is one of those game changers that a lot of clients don't know about, but it's a way to access your pre-tax retirement funds to fund either a down payment or even a business acquisition um, for a client to do. So it's one of those ways to do it um, access those funds, either do a down payment on an SBA loan, um, so that 20 to 30% banks are looking for, or even fund an entire franchise startup depending upon the net worth in their retirement portfolio. Now, is there a penalty by using those funds or by assign assignating those funds to the creation of a business loan entity? 
No, not at all. And that's the beautiful thing about it is there's no taxable event. There's no penalties. There's no distribution, nothing like that. It's accessing 100% of the funds, moving them into your new corporation, um, and then being able to finance franchise fees, business startups. If you want to, if you have a client that's exiting employment and looking to move into a new business, one of the large fears is how am I going to manage my fiscal responsibilities and pay my day to day? One of the beautiful things about the Rainmaker program is you can turn on a salary for whatever amount you would like to cover those fiscal responsibilities while we're getting our business up and profitable. So, so what you're saying is if a person is unemployed and decides to start a business or a corporation or a company, they can use their retirement funds money that they currently have in hand and they can actually use those funds to even pay themselves after they were employees to continue to grow their business and to continue expanding their their business needs or their livelihood of not having income, but they can use their own resources to become employees, correct? Yeah, you are correct. So you can access those funds to do any and all business ventures. So like we said, franchise fees, any business startup costs that they see, drawing a salary, um, anything like that is part of what the Rainmaker program can be used for. Now. Since those money, basically, sometimes they were put there pre-tax. Now that they're using these funds for business growth, uh, they're completely also money entity of saying tax write-off because their expenses for business expense, even though they're using it from a tax, uh, should I say, incentive program where it was probably pre-tax or not completely taxed at all. Yep, and so that is one of the large benefits in accessing your retirement portfolio to fund a business venture is in essence, you're using pre-tax funds that you've never paid taxes on to fund a business pre-tax. Then the, the benefit of the ROBS or the Rainmaker program is what we do is we create a custom qualified retirement plan for your new corporation. So in essence, what you're gonna do is you're gonna pass back through some of those profits tax-free back into your retirement plan. So in essence, in a grand scheme of things, you're borrowing from yourself tax-free to regrow your wealth tax-free. Interesting. And now, do the people that use this packaging benefit, do they have the tendency to replenish their, their funds back again with the money they earn from their business and put it back into their account, pre-tax or non-tax? Or what is this strategy there in the capitalization aspect overall? Yeah, and again, that's the biggest part is, you know, it's not just getting access to your funds to fund your business. You know, that's not what Benetrends is here for. The reason we're the only five-star rated funding company in the franchise space is that we're going to partner with you, your clients, anyone looking to do this. We're going to work on different tax saving strategies, how they can maximize their growth of their wealth tax-free. So in essence, when we do decide to move on into retirement, we haven't funded a business. We've funded a retirement program. So they've built a business, they've created an income stream to cover themselves while they're still working. When they do decide to exit, we've rebuilt that wealth, um, what we've used, if not more, so that they can move on into retirement and have that retirement we all want. Very nice, very nice. I love it. I, 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 I'm telling you, this is, uh, it, this is a game changer for anybody who wants to own a business. And with everything you have stated, by using the retirement plan, is there any implication with tax advisors, attorneys, or CPA that does not support the program? Because, I mean, you guys created this. This is something that you guys 
advocated to Congress, Congress approved it. I mean, what are the chances there are CPAs out there that have no knowledge and aware they're their tax attorneys who have no idea how this thing works? What is the state? Are they bonded? Is it protected? Can you elaborate more into that? What are the uh, implications? Yeah, and so that is part of it, you know, is there is a lot of tax advisors, CPAs that have simply never heard of the program before. So part of my job regularly and what I always say is if we have a client that their CPA doesn't understand it, let's jump on a phone call. That's one of my favorite discussions to have is how accessing pre-tax wealth to fund a business dream while maintaining our post-tax, you know, cash and our checking savings, how that benefits a client. Um, so again, there's not really any implications with it. It's simple understanding. Again, you're going to want to have a, a wonderful relationship with your tax advisor or CPA um, with running any business that is part of it. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it, I, I hear you and uh, I believe that there's always going to be the ups and downs in communication between uh, CPAs and accountants and lawyers and who knows what else. That's part of the nature of business, right? And the good thing is that they, they can have a partner like you along the way to make sure people don't make those mistakes. And, and you know, one of the things I always ask myself is, what are the challenge to see in a new franchisor or, or, or a new business or a franchisee they are facing when it comes down to financing, right? What are those challenges that they, you actually see? And I, I, can you elaborate on the possibility of those challenges that people are having to come when they're coming for financing? Yeah, and so that's the thing. And you know, it's, it's gonna be dependent upon, like you said, if we're looking at a franchise concept, um, or if we're looking at a business acquisition, obviously those are treated differently. Um, when we look at an SBA note, um, what I mean by that is when we acquire a franchise concept or new territory, we're gonna go based off that FDD projections, where when we acquire an existing business, um, what they're gonna look at is, three years tax returns, a year-to-date P&L. Um, so they're gonna wanna know what that value of that business is. So those are slight changes on what we see. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's just trying to figure out that funding strategy that works best for the client and what they're looking to do. Correct. And, and I wanna make sure it's clear that people understand what an FDD is, is a franchise disclosure document, uh, which is one of the key uh, intricate tools being used to evaluate a franchise from top to bottom to understand that that franchise is viable with the understand a particular loan. Because you guys as a financial advisor and if someone comes to you of a particular business, even if that person who wants to own that business, you also evaluate those FDDs to make sure they're in compliance with the possibility of the loan entity, correct? And you mentioned SBA loan. And a lot of people don't understand the FBA loans don't give loans. They're guaranteeing a process of a loan, but because in this particular case, if they're using their 401k plan, and like me if, it's, if I'm correct or not, uh, your main goal is to emphasize what part of the uh, business strategy for that client. Is it to borrow a loan from themselves or to borrow a loan from a particular FBA loan, right? What, what, what's the entity of you guys understanding or working along that person decision strategy making part what, what do you recommend the most going yeah, so the day using their 401k and again that's that's where we take that consultative approach we were speaking about a little bit earlier 
So I was trying to figure out part of an SBA 7A loan, which is one of the more popular um, avenues to finance a startup or acquisition of a business, is there is a cash injection. So whether that's franchise fees paid directly to a concept um, or a cash injection on a business, they like to see around 20 to 30%, depending upon what, um, you know, what the funding volume is, what the arena is for it. And that's where figuring out if a client's going to access cash in their you know, checking savings mattress money, whatever they have, um, or access their pre-tax funds from their 401k, like you said, and access the Rob's program. So again, you can 100% fund a business through the Rainmaker or Rollover for Business Startup. It's just, again, understanding where that client is, what they have available to them, and then piecing together a funding strategy. Because remember my, my signature phrase we have there, which there is no blueprint for business funding. It's trying to figure out what fits best for each client. And is the roller maker has some kind of funding closing charge to use your own personal fundings? Yep. So there is a setup fee with it. Um, it's one time through my program. So what we do is it covers all their incorporation, um, their setup costs, their, uh, we do their initial valuation. We create their retirement portfolio. So it covers everything from, you know, the discussion into movement of funds into their corporate checking account. You mentioned um, something very essential for this type of business, uh, you said create a corporation. What type of corporation can they create or they must create in order to use the Rainmaker and be able to use their uh, 401k funding? Yeah, and so that's a wonderful question that I regularly deal with clients on. Um, the only operating entity or vehicle that allows the rollover for business startup to work is a C corporation. Um, that's again, the, the designation your business has to have to access the ROBS program. There's many benefits through C corporations too that clients don't know about. Um, and that's one of the part of my job is, you know, letting them know that the biggest part is what we're doing is we're changing from an employee to an employer. And so we have to understand what those tax benefits are from an employer and understanding how to operate your C corporation the best route if we do like that, that the rollover for business startup. Interesting. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it also that once you become that business C corporation, this retirement new business plan, it can be integrated in multiple organizations within your organization to allow to have more employees to participate in the growth of those funds, is that correct? Yeah, so again, what you would do, and I think what you're asking there is, we would create a new retirement plan for your new corporation. Um, any full-time employees you have, they can contribute to the retirement plan and things of that nature, but there's different ways to structure it. Most clients think of 401k plan right away, which is kind of a, a large difference in what Benetrends does is we're going to figure out what kind of corporation we're going to have, how many full-time employees they are, and there's different types of retirement plans. With a 401k plan, you're paying a 15.3% tax rate on that because it's a deferred salary compensation, where when we look at a, a defined benefit plan or a PSP, which is another form of retirement, you can mitigate that entire tax exposure and grow your wealth tax-free. So again, it's making that shift from employee to employer and understanding all your write-offs that you can have through business ownership. And that gives a, a value to the company more in depth based on what they have fully invested. That's very mm -hmm. nice. So that, that brings up another question for me. Is that what are some of the questions that franchisees or business owners are, they should be asking when it comes to financing a franchise or any other business? 
What are some of those questions that you'll be asking? Um, you know, honestly, one of the most important things is timelines. You know, just being able to understand when we need access to funds. Um, you know, because as we go down either our franchise discovery or getting ready to acquire a business, there's a date where a lot with like a home purchase, you're going to need those funds available. So again, like I said, the, the funding strategy is just as important as the discovery process. Um, but again, you know, there's, there's so many more questions about the funding, you know, how you're going to regrow your wealth if we look at the ROBS, um, you know, what the, the setup is, you know, what time your access to funds and things of that nature. So there's, I mean, there's a handful of questions that are, yeah. that are very important. Um, along with, you know, the, what you're going to ask the franchisee or the franchise concept, you know? Oh, yeah. So there's, there's not a, a group of questions that I say, you know, these are the most important, but I mean, there's likely hundreds of questions that anyone could ask at any point. You know, and, and talking about in general, um, we notice that people sometimes don't necessarily interact. That's, I know because everybody's busy, right? But a person they approach you and you approach them or vice versa and you're working with them i guess the key aspect of important is interaction right integrating that uh ability that if i ask an email for information hey can you provide us that now let's say for example you ask them for and i don't know uh let's say a financial disclosure agreement of about them or who they want do you provide the form for them to fill it up or do they have to out of the blues, create a, uh, you know, profits and losses of who they are and what they are. Do they have to venture into that? Or do you guide them to that process? Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing is, again, the process of understanding what we're looking at and what funding strategies we're going to, you know, go down. Um, again, if we do look at an SBA, we, we have an SBA qualification form or an assessment um, that we can get out to every client. Honestly, probably takes about 10 minutes to complete. It's an Excel document. Um, there's no pertinent information, so I'm not going to ask for social security numbers. I'm not going to ask for account information, anything like that. It simply gives me an idea to be able to look at, you know, your entire position, which is a debt service, credit scores I'm going to ask you to put in there. Um, and a debt service that most people don't know is cash coming in versus cash going out. So what we make versus what we spend on bills. And then that's going to be able to give us an idea of how we can possibly fund this. And pretty regularly, we'll get clients that say, you know what, um, I'm not comfortable accessing the ROBS program, or I don't want to do this. Um, when we kind of dig through and explain to them, you know, how they can complement each other. And again, one of those shifts we've seen during this pandemic is banks looking for more post-closing liquidity. Yeah. So if we can keep our checking, savings, mattress, money, whatever we have, um, as post-closing liquidity, we can access the ROBS program and be able to fund an SBA loan to get your new business up and going. That's something where we can kind of work down that, explain that to you, and then help you make that American dream a reality. I love it. I love it. So you mentioned the American dream reality. You know, with the variety of clients that you currently work with, who is your ideal client or person that should be working with Benetrend? And what benefits the um, that client should be expecting or service received from you? Yeah, and that's the biggest thing too. Is is there's not really a perfect client. Um, what I would say is likely anybody that's looking for a financing strategy. You know, if if you don't have X amount of funds sitting in your checking savings mattress money that you can just self finance it, yeah. give me a call. Let me know how I can help. 
Um, again, there is certain parameters for SBA financing. There's also certain parameters for accessing the ROBS program. But again, we can speak to those. Um, every client's slightly different. And that's the fun part about it is figuring out how we can assist each client and make that dream a reality. Um, now, I'm not going to say or, you know, make everyone know that I can finance anything out there. That's, that's not the, the point that I'm making. Um, but again, it's something where if we can fit into those credit buckets parameters that the SBA is looking for, we have a route to get that cash injection done, which is again, just speaking to the financing strategy. There's something where, you know, my company can get it done. Yeah, very nice. You know, I meant to ask you, what are the, um, what happened if you get audited? Uh, is the plan, you know, bonded? I mean, what happened if it gets audited? And so that's a fantastic question. And that's one of those questions that every client should be asking whatever uh, Rob's provider they're looking at. Um, you know, obviously I work for Benetrends, which, you know, we were instrumental. Len Fisher was the godfather of the Rob's program and he created uh, Benetrends in 1983. Um, but there is, that's something you should ask. Some companies simply offer um, a couple hours of consultation each year with an attorney of their choice which if you've ever spoken to an attorney before, after we get our names out and understand where they're located, you've already used up that free time and now you're getting charged yourself. Yeah. The way that my company approaches it is we 100% stand behind our plan. So what that means is we have an audit service on staff. We are the only Rob's or rollover for business startup provider that employs an ERISA attorney, um, which is the person who writes the tax code for it. On top of it, we have attorneys on staff. So part of our setup and ongoing, you know, through maintaining your plan is that we stand behind it. So say that you do have an inquiry or audit, which there is a certain percentage annually that do get audited. Um, from a Rob's provider, we wish they all got audited because then it's going to get the people that shouldn't be doing the program out of it. But again, it's not a scare tactic. There's a certain amount. Um, in the 37 years my company's been tailor making this program, we've never had one plan out of compliance. Very so we nice, stand behind nice. that. But again, the audit guarantee that my company offers is 100%. So if you are audited, you simply forward on the email um, or inquiry to us. We have attorneys on staff and we will go to work to defend your plan because we set it up and we believe and stand behind the compliance on it. Um, there's also certain spots on my website you can go and see clients that were audited and they explain how easy and simple the process was um, and what we do. But that is a fantastic question that everyone who's looking at the Rob's program should speak to. Well, you actually just mentioned a few things there. Uh, where can our listeners go and learn more about you and what you do and how they can connect with you? You said your website. Can you enlighten us on which website? Yeah, and so Benetrends.com, again, is my corporation I work for. Um, if you go to Benetrends.com forward slash Dustin, my first name, slash Costro, my last name, that's going to take you directly to my webpage on there. But again, just poking around our website is going to bring it into the, um, the many different funding strategies that are available, how we partner with you to, uh, you know, make those funding. And again, it's not just getting access to the funds, like I told you. It's, again, how we're going to grow the business and things of that nature. Well, we run a... Uh... It, I mean, let me put it this way. I am grateful for you being part of our podcast uh, and the inside story of franchise. We pretty much have run out of time, but I really very thankful for all the information you have given us to our listeners. And this information is very valuable for those people who are looking for fundings. 
And I'm, I'm going to tell you, Dustin, I'm very grateful for the information you have given us. Hey, well, thank you for the invite today. Again, I appreciate it. Um, if I can ever assist, I'm always a phone call away. And I believe you have my contact information all that. Hopefully we can throw that up. Um, so if anybody does need anything, um, you know, we're here to help through that process. Thank you very much. And I look forward to hear good stories on future clients and so forth. All right, Wonderful. Dustin. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being part of our, our network. Thank you. You've been listening to the Inside Story on Franchising with your host, Ricardo Matos. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. That way, you'll never miss a new episode and you can help spread the word to more entrepreneurs like yourself. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.